Good day, everyone. It is the Josh and Joe podcast. Coming to you perched high above the Thirsty Owl. Well, perched only one floor above the Thirsty Owl. But it's, it sounds way cooler to say high above. Well, and perched kinda, being an owl. That's true. Well, it is kind of high because on this side of mm, Broadway, it's higher than... Yeah. And you can really look downtown. down on it. Yeah. yeah. That little corner of Lincoln and Broadway, we really see all the goings on. Yeah. I feel perched high. I perched, yeah, yeah, emotionally. <laughs> sure. Well, it's been, it's fun downstairs. You got your dad and your brother and good friends good old from Kenny. Australia. Kenny's in town, try, it, trying his hardest to drink all the vodka. <laughs> it's always a good time when Kenny's in town. He calls it a sports drink because there's, you know, orange juice in it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he feels like it's, um, it's better for him. Get some vitamin C. That's his vitamin C. You know, if vitamin C really prevented you from illness or the cold, he would never be sick, Kenny. He would, <laughs> right. He gets so much vitamin C intake. He looks happy and healthy, which yeah, I love seeing that. He's a happy really guy. Do. He's a happy guy, but he's not just... Boy, if Kenny knew we were really spending minutes on him, I think he'd really like that, but... He'd listen. But he also is very smart, very intellectual. We, we started talking a little bit of politics last night and started yeah. talking about, um, and you know, I'm not really caught up on Australian politics. Yeah, <laughs> neither am I. But, you know, he kind of helped me out a little bit on that, and we were, we were talking about that, and that was fun. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Smart guy. I love that about him. Smart <laughs> guy. And he started with nothing. Another one of those guys where you don't say the American dream, just like, you know, the, you know, put in the time, put in the work, and, you know, you can accrue some nice resources in life and he yeah. certainly has that good for him and he's so humble i mean he's in like you a, wouldn't know any of that. oh my god he's like in a in a raggedy white t-shirt and i don't mean raggedy it's not brand new out of a box is no. what i mean no. um and i'm a t-shirt girl and you sure. know and yeah. you'd never know that this man's a genius who you know did really software well software stuff i think yeah yeah Sold to the and that's the thing is we've had a lot of great conversations he and i about life and love and you know, this, that, and the other thing. And he's never once has said, Hey, let me tell you how I, you know, did well for myself. Not yeah. one time. Any information I have about what he's done in his life, his career, whatever you want to call it, um, is through Teddy, it's through my dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, the height of Saratoga racing season. So Saratoga. Alabama tomorrow. And then, of course, you know, the Travers next weekend. Yes. So this is, this is it, man. Big, big, big. This is it. So you know what I am pretty sure is going on a lot in Saratoga other than the races? Oh, what's that? The little social connections? After so, hours. Are you oh, kidding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got to tell you, Plenty of honeys, sure. plenty of attractive dudes just kind of swarming around town. And, yeah. you know, it's, you know, a, a lot of what going out is, is yes. making connections, connections, should we say? Yes. Some, some of them legitimate ones, some of them business ones, some of them social ones and some mm -hmm. of those social ones can be broken down into like meaningful emotional pursuits and sometimes more on the just maybe physical side yes and you know i think about that often because i do have single girlfriends some young mm. some older and uh when we're running around saratoga mm. uh in the evening and you know uh, good looking guys are hitting on them or they're talking to guys i'm thinking how long how how, is it short-lived? Is it long-lived? Because presumably they're from out of town. Sure. A lot of them from New York City. So sure. already it's kind of like you're going to bat 
pretty low because as far as long-term relationships because it's it's a long yeah i don't think any of those guys in new york are sitting there going boy that attractive woman over there at morrissey's that attractive woman over there at el mexicano that attractive woman over there at thirsty owl or cantina i am looking for a very meaningful long-term situation i don't think the majority of them have that on the mind correct so that leads me to what will more likely happen if they do make a connection. Maybe a phone number exchanged? Yes. This is a very laborious segue. <laughs> Which then leads to? Maybe a term that we've, we've coined to some very flirtatious SMSing or text messaging. I don't think I've ever heard it as SMS in a long time. Well, that's what it always says on your phone. It says that. It doesn't say text. It says SMS or it says messaging in your messaging, app, right? right? So that's where it comes from. Right. I don't even know what that stands for. I don't really want to get into that. Yeah. SMS. Right? But, yeah, so the, uh, I would actually say as old as time, but almost as old as texting, which I believe started in like the early 2000s. Mm, and cell phones? Yes. Right, but I don't think everyone got super privy to the term sexting until 2005, 2006-ish. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but yes. we didn't call it that. In fact, this is interesting. When I was living in San Francisco, mm-hmm. this was the fall of 2005. I, it, there was, I don't think there was, I mean, there was like Match.com and all that stuff, but I made some female acquaintances through the... Um, phenomenon known as MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Boy, you're really dating yourself and, here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I don't think our audience is exactly 20 to 25 here, yes, Joe. Right. Okay. So I think some of you all out there know what I'm talking about. And I had the company of this one young lady, maybe for two dates. And she started talking about how she thinks she coined the term sexting. She, I'm like, I'm like. Whatever her name was, because she was, I mean, if she's going to be so bold, it's like, it's like me saying I invented the question mark. Like, come on, right? <laughs> or Al Gore invented the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah, give me a break. So I just, I just kind of giggled it off. I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. And I, I don't even think I had heard of it then, but yeah. you're changing one letter. And yes. it sounds exactly the same. That's one of those things like saying, you know, uh, Time flies and you're having fun. I coined that. You know, it's just such a generic, universally owned term that there's no way anyone could claim, you know, intellectual property on that. I have a feeling. But it was so annoying that yeah. she said that. You know, and it was instantly a, nah, you're out. The arrogant. <laughs> you're out. You know what? Um, yeah. I have a feeling it may have been made more popular by, uh, the, remember the show Sex in the City? Yes. Which is, which actually, we should have an episode on this because I think it blew up female sexuality into the public space like no other show ever has. Yeah. Because this is four women talking about things that you never really talked about in public. I digress, but I have a feeling it, they actually used that term in that show. If they did, I, I do believe that when I talked about that, that would be at the precipice, of very, very much at the forefront of sexting. Yes. So let's call it 2005-ish, yes. right? And earlier than that, in the very early 2000s, I had a significant other who was from South Africa, and we texted a lot. And and folks from different countries that are trying to find their their 
you know, kind of um, spot in the world professionally. They don't really do that in South Africa because there's not a lot going on there economically. And this woman was a professional golfer and she would always text home a lot. So there were apps like WhatsApp, I think, well before that or or measurably before that. Similar, yes. And we texted a lot as because at that point in time, I don't think that it was like all inclusive plans for your cell phones. Like you had to actually pay for calls. So texting was a thing internationally long before it was a really big thing domestically. So so this is really turning into an intellectual podcast because I'm really trying. I always whenever we talk about something, whether it's ENM or polyamory or something. We always try to define it first, Correct. which is very much a multi-amory podcast kind of yes. nod, tip of the cap yes. to. Yes. But um, so I would say early 2000s is when this kind of started. And of course, my old acquaintance from San Francisco, who I could no way would remember her name, claims that she came up with yeah. the word sexting, which is hilarious. Well, it's also not inclusive. I think sexting became even more of a thing when you can send. Remember, we couldn't always send pictures or videos on our phones. Right. Remember well, the Motorola flip phone? There was yeah, no video, yeah. no, no nothing there. You could play that game called Snake. With a little snake and then you'd have to go around oh, a little... Tetris. Yeah. Tetris, was, Tetris was one as well. So um, it became even more of a thing mm. when um, picture sharing and all that became sure. a thing. So yeah. Anyway, um, you yeah. did ask some folks, or you have been getting comments from some folks about sexting because I do have a couple as well so my question that I wanted to even just start the initial volley Mm -hmm. is how do you start doing that let's say you get (gasps) someone's number okay and you know there's two ways to start there's two there's two different types of people to start with so if you let's say we'll use the Saratoga example where you go out on a Thursday night or a Friday night or Saturday night during track season there's a lot there's an influx of people from out of town some of them being attractive some of them not but clearly you're going to be gravitating towards the ones that are attractive to you right right well I, I said that those two sentences as if I was an auctioneer really I really went right through them but I feel like I enunciated well just quickly um so if you share a number there, clearly there's some sort of a um, flirtatious romantic vibe. Yes. So that green light would already start to a degree. I mean, you're, you, it is evident if you've surrendered your phone number to someone, there's already a form of kind of beginning to be kind of a sexy consent because I'm not giving this person my phone number so they can direct me to where the library is. Right. <laughs> there's meant to be there's some sort of follow-up. Right. right. Yes. So I think that's where that starts. But mm-hmm. what if, what if, what if, mm. what if you already have someone's number and you may have been interested in them and maybe they have a status change. They've now don't have a significant other or right. they've opened up their relationship or something like that. Oof. When is the right place to start then? Like, I don't want to get too into when to start or how do you know when mm. to start? And starting with sexting is obviously going to be just as if you were in the seventh or eighth grade and you're kind of moving through your physical progression of, you know, hooking up or expressing yourself physically, right? This is a good question. I, th- I, like I think it's a good one. It's like, what, what, is the, what is the green light? I think when it's a two new people to each other mm-hmm. share their phone numbers, it doesn't mean you should just be like next, be like, what do you want to do to me? Like, that's not where we start. Right. It's like, it was really nice to meet you. I'm so glad you, you shared your phone number with me. I'd love to get together at some point. Yeah. You know, and then should alcohol be a determinant in when Oof. you start to go in that direction? Right. There are a million questions with this, but 
Yes, I like this. I like this. You know why I like this? Why? Because it's part of E&M. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah or it's the initial part of Sorry, someone, well, someone that wants to right. be serial monogamous yes. or maybe they're lying to themselves that they want to be that, but they would rather be some sort of version. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. version. Not E&M, NRE. This NRE. Is okay, very good. I apologize. I didn't mean E&M. Well, see, this is where I think you're very wrong. Let me explain why. Okay. The introduction to someone new to you yeah. doesn't have anything to do with NRE. New relationship energy? Because there's no relationship yet. You are emotionally and more so physically turned on by the chance to experience someone new physically. And you should never, ever, ever underestimate that. Because that is studied among other primates, and it is off the charts when there could be two whatever mammals we're talking about, whatever right. primates we're talking about. And they could be physically impressive. They could be this. They could be that. They could be very social primates. I mean, right. they could have all the same things that maybe we look for. Right. So let's say you, you like tall. You say blonde hair, blue yeah. eyes, right? So if there was some guy that you'd always been around yeah. and he, he was tall, fit, handsome, whatever. And on paper, you're attracted to them like an eight and a half on a scale of one to 10. Right. If we were hanging at the owl tonight and some dude comes in yeah. that is even like a half of a letter grade or, you know, if you're doing the old one to 10 scale, it could be a whole, you know, you know, one number less than them, but they walk in and they're new. You're like, <laughs> yes, yes, we've gone over that. That's correct. I and that's very that. true. So yeah. so when you share a number, mm. you're not into NRE. Okay, you're into okay. new dude on the scene. And look, I'm going to be very honest. And I'm going to speak for myself. Please. Okay, this is, this is a bit of a vulnerable point in the podcast. I'm not wired the same way I was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. Yes. So for me to kind of, if, if a woman walked in that was new and was attractive, I don't sit there and it doesn't, I don't whip my head around and go, man, I want to bone her. I go, I just kind of think, oh, she's really pretty Inter yeah, or she's interesting or, she's interesting, or ooh, cool. She's wearing Viore or she's, you know, like, you see what I'm saying? Yes, of course. I so do. that do. has changed. Like the days of someone walking in and being, being like, I got to get on that. That ship is kind of sailed. Yeah, your eyes don't bulge out anymore. Like yeah, or cartoons. whatever bulges right. out. Right, right. sure, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> Man, you were the uh. first one to make that kind of a joke. I'm kind of competitive now. Right, but I mean, all right, so you've shared numbers, and I think you're already into the spot where you can start to explore flirtiness. Right. Yes. And... <laughs> You know, when I don't, I don't think you really get into sexting until you've at least hung out probably once on a one-on-one. -on -one. If you do before that, then I think it's evident that both parties are probably leaning more towards just a one-off or a very, very casual experience. I agree with that. Yeah. Or, there's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 Let me be the first oh to God. say there's nothing Especially wrong with that. Especially our age, that's right. probably more common right. than not, right? Um, so do you, you would start sexting, I mean, this is you for, for the most me part. Me personally, I, I mean, I'm trying to go generalization for okay, all okay, humans. Okay, okay. But okay. then if you want to ask, how do I handle it? Right. I'm very happy to answer that because I've had a very 
thoughtful moment or two thinking about this yeah. today because I knew this is where we were going. Sure. And then one of our very faithful listeners, I was texting with her today and she kind of gave me a couple little items on this too that I thought right. were really interesting. But we were talking about it with a lot of fun in, injected, but also very cerebrally where we were talking about like, well, what's the green light? How do you start? You know, yeah, and, and, it, and it was good, really, really fun. Good question. Um, and then it made me, I, I was still texting with her and I said, Joe, two o'clock, let's get together. We got to knock this one out. Right. Right. Okay. So, so do you think if it happened right away before the first date, is that a red flag or is that an exciting thing? Or is it going to prevent you from going on a date? Cause you might think, Oh my God, this what a perfect segue too fast. I believe and I participate in this, that a lot of people use sexting as a sexual appetite and naughtiness barometer. Ooh. What is, what is this person talking about? Are they, like for me, the ultimate power yeah. down would be as if someone was like, you know, if we were getting into it, and I said, well, I, you know, I really can't wait, you know, to see what your member looks like. <gasps> Done. That that's not a turn on. Can't do it. Member. Oh, member. Yeah. Like using that as a as a yeah, synonym for <laughs> co cock or penis or dick, whatever you want to use. Yeah, yeah. I just I think that a lot of people, I would say, not including myself, it was if it was at the initial initial stage of sexting or mm -hmm. you know after knowing someone for a short period of time, if their sexting game wasn't at least medium, yeah, that'd be a tough one for me. Meaning you would be disinterested because you well, don't feel. Think that about it. It's as... not just an expression of how naughty or sexy they are. It's their ability to use words. True. Which I'm, you know. You're big on. I yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, the yeah. written word. Yeah. So. You say that with such passion in your I eyes. I do, and if someone's bad at that, oh, that's yeah. going to be a left turn at Albuquerque for me. <laughs> okay, so what if that person? without having gone on a date with you yet, said, I can't wait to see your D-I-C-K. Well, you can say dick. Dick. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember how. Oh, we can say whatever we want okay. on this podcast. Yeah. So, um, no, that was just me being yeah, yeah. shy yeah. about being saying Being PG-13 right. for a second. Would that, would that kind of, mm. would, is that too much? I think I leave all kinds of space for naughtiness expression. I'm very sex positive. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. I have no problem with a woman making a first move. I have no problem like them asking me out or if we were hanging out and we were in a somewhat private setting, if they just kind of, you know, threw a fastball, I would have no problem with that. And in fact, I not prefer that, but that's that's the definition of consent is when someone throws a fastball sure. and puts their hand on your leg or puts their hand wherever or reaches over to kiss you. I mean, that's that's very easy consent, I feel like, at least for the initial stages of whatever phys physicality, you know, yeah. it this, comes after. This, the reason why this is a good question is because I'm sure a lot of people, men and women, and whatever sexual preference they have, always thinks about, is this too soon to yeah. do, start to text? So in this case, you're hetero, you're male, given I the whole both, Me yes. Too movement and mm -hmm. your pro-feminine women's movement, etc. Sure. Do you think that men in this day and age um, hesitate a little more because they might be cast as, you know, 
you know, too too aggressive. Well, I I give tremendous pause. So just like when I meet someone, I kind of not wait for them to make the first move, but I have to be completely convinced that they're interested in me before uh, okay. I start anything. Right. Let alone sexting. Um, and I actually think that's the right approach for most. It women. is for me, but most men don't think that that's cool. I they agree. think it's 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 not masculine. Yeah. Um, they think it's submissive they don't think it's dominant they think you know you see all these stupid you know shorts on youtube or whatever tiktok whatever medium you use but um where a guy's got to be dominant a guy's got to be this well i will always wait for consent on actual physical encounters for anything where you share a, a, a sexual thought or a physical act i will always wait to know that someone is not just borderline into it that they're way into it because first of all that's the only thing that's sexy to me and second of all i never ever want there to be there is not one person on this planet that would say mm, josh sent me stuff way too fast way or josh yeah. made a physical advance that i was not keen with like no one could say that yeah. because i would rather wait and have someone say boy that josh he didn't really throw me a fastball i kind of hope he did like no one no one can say not a single person could say right. that i went too fast Okay, no so, so let me ask this question then because we're really talking about how it starts, when should it start, what's appropriate. What in general, I'm not saying what you would say, what in general would be a good leading question or statement by one party if they want to start engaging? Because I have a couple that I've heard. Well, the old adage is, what are you wearing? Ah, that's the one I was going to. And I think that's lame. I and think it's usually it's... at night too, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's just super lame, and it's so yeah. trite, and it's been so overdone that they made that com that insurance commercial about it, right? What are you wearing? Khakis? Remember the one? Oh yes, yes, I vaguely remember, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Is it like a progressive? Yeah, yes, yes. he's trying to change his auto insurance, and the wife comes downstairs, or, or oh, right. whatever yeah. nesting partner comes downstairs and says, uh, "What are you wearing, Jake from State?" And he's like, "It's Jake State from Farm. State Farm." A red shirt. It's what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? He goes. <laughs> khakis i didn't i didn't realize that that was a so what are you wearing is um mm -hmm. inarticulate uh it's unimaginative it's uh it's pathetic so we got to do better than that so okay let me ask you this so okay. how do you start I, I don't know the answer to that i'm not saying that i've never, never initiated sexting i certainly have but i don't remember how i did that yeah i'm just thinking of a good you know pickup line if you will well, the, the pickup line's done. You have their number. They conceded That's that they are true. happy to give you their phone. Like there's, you could argue socially giving your phone number out right. is more important than giving out your social security number. I mean, it, you're giving out a direct line to you. True. And this isn't the first days of cell phones where you just kind of pretty much had it in your car or you just brought it when you were going out. You didn't always carry it around with you because it wasn't yeah. also news. It wasn't also weather. It wasn't right. also sports. It wasn't also yeah. your email. It wasn't yeah. also your connection to work outside the office yeah, right exactly. so now you are giving someone access to wherever you are whenever you know you're awake yeah, yeah. so you have that consent to at least communicate you just got to watch where does that communication head yes so tell me right what do you mean tell me what the next step is so if the answer to the question of what are you wearing is you know, oh, I'm interested. No, we're not doing what are you wearing. I've okay, discarded not... that as an option. Okay. 
Okay, but it happens a lot. Yeah, you just have to work your way around how the conversation went. Let's say we we traded numbers, you and I, Joe. Yes. We thought each other were attractive. Yeah. We had a nice conversation. Yeah. We were talking a little sports, talking a little politics, but on the fringes of politics, we didn't want to divulge too much because there was an attraction. Right. And I don't, I don't want to just be like, yeah, I voted for Trump four times in the last two elections. And you don't want to be like, mm, well, I thought Al Gore is the second coming of Christ. Like, <laughs> we don't want to do that because right. we could be canceling each other out when why, why waste some attraction on something that could be a deal breaker like politics. Correct. But we just I, talked I, on the fringes of it. I see that. You spent time in Washington. Oh, I coached yeah. the golf team in American. Oh, that's yeah. cool. We, what was your favorite hangout? What was your favorite Mexican place? And, and yeah. you know, like that would be a good way to transition into politics, but then back out, right? <laughs> right. Um, and I can't remember for the life of me the cool Mexican joints that I used to go to. Not the one where I broke down the door because the woman I dated passed out on the toilet. But you there's know, another Washington. one that was on Wisconsin. And I can't remember for the life of me. It's at the tip of my tongue. They've changed. It was in my hood, but not that close. Like from the Berks, from the Berkshires apartment complex by Ward Circle, it was probably about eight blocks. Oh, then yeah. I can't remember. I I will. I will figure it out. But um, so, what's the question? When is? How do you start? Mm. Okay. So let's say we were out. We met at some joint downtown. Right. And let's say we gave each other our numbers at ten o'clock, and then we kind of went in different directions. I went to some other joint. You went to some other joint with your friends. And, you know, maybe I would text you straight away just so that you had my number or just to confirm with you that I was interested because the people that wait two days, that ship has sailed, dude, because she got someone else's number that night and he's going to throw her a fastball straight away. That time is gone. The time where you wait two or three days to communicate with someone, you're an idiot. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So there there are faster ways. Like, I think that wait two or three days to call was back in the day where you gave out your home number. Right. But anyways, I might text you. I'm at the next joint and be like, you know, I wish I could say there was another super hot Filipino chick here for me to talk to, but there isn't. Oh, I'm, a li- a I'm a little sad. Our nights went in different directions. That's a good one. Boom. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now yeah. we're kind of starting. Now we're kind of starting. Yes, it's heading Then you can send direction. back. Ooh, I think I blushed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, see? <laughs> But you see how we're going in that direction already? Like, I don't want to go step by step. I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't like a how-to podcast. I mean, it could be. That could be a follow-up to this. Right. Because I think if I am a plus four golfer, (laughs) and I I think I'm a plus four dad to Seiko, I might not be a great parent for everyone, but I'm a great parent for my kid. And let's say I'm a two handicap for a bartender because I don't like to make mixed drinks, but I can banter. I can talk about the wine. I can talk right. about life. Um, I think for a sexter, I'm also a, probably a plus four because okay. I love the written word. Yeah. I know what's sexy to me and I can find out, I can take someone's sexting and, and sexual desire, temperature and pulse yeah. very quickly. Yeah. You, you I know, know not to go too, too far. And what's not far enough. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're gonna creep we're now we're creeping into the last component yeah. of what I wanted to talk about. Okay. But but you can see where the texting progresses and then might switch over into sexting, you know? And yes. and that's super fun. And it could be the first night. Like if I if I volleyed that at ten thirty eight. When our nights together ended at ten o'clock, these days, if you send something back, if you're if you're intrigued by that, yeah, or 
if you felt similarly that you went somewhere else and it was either lame there or there may also be cute guys there, but they weren't engaging. They didn't have the, the connection that we had in right. talking about, you know, golf or baseball or whatever, wrestling or sports. Then you could volley back something, you know, I was feeling the same way. Interesting, you know, and you can see where that, like, let's say we both got back to our respective hotels or Airbnbs yeah. and then, you know, Maybe it goes from there. It could be the first night. I know a perfect happens. response to what you said. All right, tell, well, let's share it. People want to know. If I were interested yeah. similarly, yeah. I would say, really? Tell me more. No, that sucks. Your no. reaction sucks. No, You've <laughs> got to come back with something intriguing. Don't sit there and wait for the guy to be the wordsmith. If women, okay, if you're waiting right. for the guys to be the wordsmith, you're going to be incredibly disappointed. Not many men are very articulate, and they're not great communicators. You'd be fortunate to get that text the first time, not because there aren't many people that are interested in you, because I think many of them are. But if you're waiting for someone to share that as a starting volley, then you just say, tell me more. You, that's going to come, to me, that's going to come across as that shit's weak, and there's no effort there. Ah, okay, okay, how about really tell me or more? Or if you say, I'm really glad that you texted that. I do feel similarly. How about if I say like, really tell more that's very sweet. I'm kind of thinking this scene is old too. I wish you were sweet, back here. Sweet makes my wiener want to go away and hide. <laughs> um, I love that because at this point you can be operating on emotion or romance. You don't have to be just operate, have to be operating yeah, on sexting or sex. It? It's a little Just say that made my night. I was, I, was, I, was, I would just say, I would say, I, I was hoping that I would get a text from you straight away because I've wanted to do the same thing. Or like, I'm so glad you texted. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I feel similarly. Hang out soon. Using an adverb and using similarly, I would probably do it for me because yeah. I know that <laughs> grammatically like, we're sound. <laughs> <laughs> See, different things are going to turn different yeah, yeah. people on, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, I would probably most likely say something like, um, that was so nice of you to say, I'm, I'm glad you texted me right away. Yeah. We'd love to get together soon. Well, that would be kind of cool, right? I'm testing well, my let's, skills Well, let's here. ride the wave of that night. I think when you're in town for a short period of time, you might even say... See, that's a soft opening say, without th- inviting you, him to my hotel first, yeah. which would not be... Yeah, you could say, I don't want to be too Glenn Close-ish here, but we went to... The Hamilton Ghost, and you know, where did you guys go? Oh, I went to um, what's the fancy joint down there? Come uh, on, Salt and Char. No, Are down below Nine Maple. Nine Maple. Well, we went to we went. You know, me and the girls went. We went to Nine Maple. Oh, we ran across the street. Yeah. And then I would text back. Oh, that's just that's just a, a block down. Yeah. Say I don't want to come across too strong here, but what do you say? If in 15 minutes, it's not super fun where you're at, let's get a quick makeout session. Let's get that out of the way because I know I know this is going to happen. Whoa, you'd say right Why not? away? Let's get a let makeout session. Let me tell you something. You'd find out really fast if they were interested or not. So true. And then you're not wasting anybody's time. Very good. Maybe that's, maybe that's too much of a fastball. But like, you, you, you know. How about let's hang? Like, can, can I, let's, let's meet. Yeah, to say I don't want you to have to go bros before hoes, but you know, do you? I'd like to see you again. Do you do no? Because then no. that's just sounding too like two weeks off. Okay. Listen, no, Saratoga like to Friday Saturday night. Oh, they might be in town for two days. 
like to see again. Well, I live in Philadelphia. You live in Saratoga. I live in Boston. You live in New York City. And there's going to be like one after the other guy. Making out in front of D'Andrea's is pretty hot. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, so let's get to the juicy part. If, for example, you're stuck because one, the woman is at a bridal party and can't really leave the bridal party in town and they're making the rounds, and then you're kind of stuck because you're with your college friends, you're not going to, mm-hmm. you, you can't really ditch the then, groups, then right? you Then you acknowledge the social faux pas that it is, then you put out there that perhaps that attraction, whether it be romantic and physical or likely both, supersedes the social norm or, the, or so the, like I said I understand you're with the girls tonight I get that yeah and I don't I don't mean for you to be going bros before hoes but you know let's let's throw a little make out session see where we're at yeah okay I get that. it's just an option and that's not really sexting that's just like you know in that I don't want to say desperation but in that evening of you know things have to progress fast because both people are probably out of town this isn't yeah. like people are both yeah, living have, in the town from little house on the prairie and they're both settled there maximum, yeah including all the and it's not it's town. not necessarily about expediting the physicality yeah. which it is a little bit but it's also expediting the excitement the newness the yes. all those things and I, I do believe, whether male or female, or if it's same sex or non-binary, I think if someone's into that, yeah, there will be a positive reaction to that. Agreed. And if there isn't, then maybe they're, they're not feeling the same level of excitement, which is fine. Yeah. That's why I don't think I would ever surrender my number unless I was legitimately interested to some degree. Hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this as well. Um, if, say, the sexting got hot and heavy, mm-hmm. uh, or yes, I'm here. So this is now not not the situation of the Saratoga situation where yes. I just met you. So this is a different. No, situation. no, it could still be because, as like you said, you you're all going to end up in a hotel or Airbnb nearby, so you're within proximity, mm-hmm. and both are single and available, and they want to hook up. Or maybe someone. they aren't. I mean, don't don't don't, sorry, don't sorry. stop going by the rules yeah, so yeah, much because yeah, okay. let's talk about real life. So two people attracted to each other physically, mm-hmm. sexually, and, um, you know, the beginning of the sexting has happened, like we've discussed, mm-hmm. um, and the texting, sexting gets hot and heavy, like, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I've been imagining you in my bed, you know, for okay. the last two hours, blah, blah, blah. Does that, and the, and the woman says, yes, I have two, this would be nice, um, Etc. The, no, the, the real sex thing is fucking terrible. No, I'm not. This would be nice. Literally, I'm not literally. I'm not okay, okay, okay. Literally. So, so, so that's a translation. Engages. Okay, she engages. Okay, okay, okay. She engages. Yeah. Um, yes, you know, I'm in my negligee. No, I Jesus think. Christ. Is she 90? Am I trying to hook up with a 90 year old? She's in her negligee. Is she is she writing these texts with she, a fountain I pen? Said, I just pulled out my teeth and you know. <laughs> I just come on over. I stick my teeth out. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm embarrassed. That could I'm be not, a pretty gummy BJ, not, but I'll, I'll not, bite. I'm not really in the it. mode of sexting. Um, but it gets hot and heavy sexting. Sure, sure, sure. Do you think that is almost a guaranteed physical interaction if, say, the next day they did have some? No, consent in person is consent in person. Okay. 100%. And your next question is, because you are fairly traditional, is 
Do you think a relationship of any substance romantically can start when the first night starts that way? And the answer is a resounding yes. Do I think that? Your question is, you, I know you so well that this question hasn't formulated, but it is going to formulate in about seven minutes, so I'll just beat you to the fucking okay, punch. Okay, go. Can anything real start with a night that's kind, that starts kind of like that, which is really sexy and stuff? You don't talk like that, but I'm, I'm trying to give the average female voice here. Right, right. And the answer is a resounding yes, in my opinion. Um, yes. People yes. that are wired hot and like excitement and like new things also that. have feelings and yes. have big hearts and want to give and want to be, want to take care of people and want to experience new things that have nothing to do with penises or vaginas. Um, but physicality is very real. It is really cool. And it's a beautiful thing. And I didn't realize how beautiful it is to be excited and to be turned on by someone new until way too late in the game for me. And if we did have any listeners that were 20 to 25, that would probably be one of the biggest thing I would would impress upon them. Mm -hmm. Because I'm already telling you my testosterone is not going up, it's going down. It's like the bell curve of my running, of my golfing, of my anything. I'm almost 50. Like, I'm not almost 100. But, you know, the going out, like if I went out tonight. Yeah. Okay, if Mark and I or, or new Josh downstairs, if we went out tonight, it's like, I need you to be my wingman. Like, we got to Let's go, you know, find some honeys. Yeah. If I went out and if I had two or three drinks, which for me is shit faced, or as the French say, <laughs> shit fast. And he means beer, too. No, I don't. Do I mean beer? Yeah. CC and ginger ale is my jam, baby. Come I've on, man. drink a 20 ounce and but be it, all over the place. That's true. I'm sure I was dehydrated. <laughs> Right. I don't care if you're calling me a lightweight. I wear it as a badge That's okay. of honor. Um, so if I went out and there were a table of attractive women, like the most I would see there is, oh, that's an attractive woman. I don't sit there and go like, mm, I want to bone her. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't really work that way anymore. Right. It, it has worked that way in the past, right. but it doesn't really work that way anymore for me. Yeah. And I wish I felt so sex positive when I could do more about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hmm, yeah. right, right, right. Talk about a vulnerable podcast. But I, I do believe that. I wish I felt that way then. I think between social norms, a wildly uncommunicative set of parents, um, immediate family that didn't talk about this stuff, and some very traditional significant others, all stunted my growth of becoming sex positive and having fun with it and mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. And I wish that weren't the case. Even if I had started five years earlier, that would be a, a gift. Uh, I you know, think it's also very common for people our age. Like oh, I don't think I don't did, think my experience is uncommon. Yeah, yeah. I've evolved really bad. fast, really quickly, yeah. right? And I think a lot of people still haven't. Oh yeah, that's for right. Sure. <laughs> but um, so where I wanted this is gonna be a terrible segue, but I don't have a ton of time. But yeah. what I wanted to do is like, when does it go? When does sexting go too far? Can it go too far? Or like the whole thing is you have to match. You kind of have to match, and you can yes. you can you can push the envelope like one half a degree of separation, yeah. um, but you can't press it any more than that okay. because initially someone's gonna kind of have to escalate that. You know, it's got to escalate to get to sexting instead of just like flirting. Like me even saying, "Hey, I know you're out with the girls. I'm out with the guys. You know, do you want to have a quick makeout session?" Yeah. And we'll put even put a time limit on it. Give me your two best minutes. We'll make out. Or maybe we'll just giggle and have a joke. Maybe on the way there, we stumbled across some drunk people and we wanted to tell that story. And the two minutes were just a bonding of talking about our night. And we didn't even kiss. Or we didn't kiss. And as the two-minute 
was two minutes was up, we were like, we didn't even get to kiss. And then one of the two was like, well, let's knock that out real fast. And you kiss for five seconds. That's cool. Like I'm describing a pretty cool, pretty hot, pretty interaction. sweet interaction. Yeah, I, I get that. Just like, can I, can I, can I sign up for that? Is there any, are any men listening tonight? I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. <laughs> but like, it's a fun situation that I'm describing. I think it is, you know, and it is safe. I mean, you're, you're on a crowded street with, you know, a like lot of people around. It's not like around. I'm saying going back to someone's place because, you know, that might be, that might, that might be kind of a danger alert for a lot of people. But like, when I talk about when sexting goes too far, what I wanted to kind of talk about is there are different kinds of sexting love languages, you know, and I even wrote down, I wrote down three of them okay. and we got to kind of hustle through this yeah. and I want to hustle we through this podcast, but I think there is like written, written words and like, that's kind of erotica ish. Right. But for me, it would have to be a little bit of a foot on the gas pedal to erotica. Cause I think a lot of the erotica is more like, Oh, then he, took out his member like I, I that's yeah. just an instant you know yeah. but um you know a written fantasy, words and fantasy. then you can also tell how articulate someone is you can mm-hmm. tell how maybe intellectually gifted they are mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of neat and then there's the there's um maybe just something that's a little more simple than that which is maybe just written words that are kind of anticipation of a near future event because yes. let's say now you and i joe are dating yeah. for two weeks or three weeks and we're still in that hot zone where we just want to rip each other apart right you can just be like oh, you know i can't wait to see you later like that thing you did last time was super hot and if we can get a re- repeat performance of that I, th- I don't think i'd have any objection like something yeah, fun yeah, like yeah, that you know yeah. but that's and then the other one is f- like photos or videos i was gonna ask you right how and, you felt and about that right and i i feel really good about that as long as the other person feels good about that which is right. the whole point like all of these things that have anything to do with physicality Full, or flirting it's just all about consent okay fully would you promote not promote would you ever not send a fully uh, exposed photo I, I very very rarely have done yeah. that and yeah. if I do fully then I think there'd probably be a great chance my face isn't also in that yeah there's rules I think that I you know should I feel but that's not always I'm there. sure there I'm sure I have oh. sent a photo where there's been the full thing absolute. right but I, the thing about that is is I don't feel shame from that like right. if I remember probably 15 years ago, Terry Francona was the baseball coach for the Red Sox, the manager, which is the head decision maker. Yeah. So in baseball, every other sport, it's called a coach. And in, in baseball, it's called the manager. And um, Terry Francona was kind of on again, off again, single. And, you know, he was coaching the best team in the world. The Red Sox had won a couple of World Series in that span of time. And he quote unquote, I, I say this as air quotes, right. got caught sending just like a shirtless photo of himself to some probably fairly younger female fans, oh but they shared their number. I'm sure there was some flirting, but then it became, I wanted to be the, the newsbreaker and sent it into one of those stu- yeah. super dumb, you know, what are some of those websites? TMZ. Yeah, it was probably yeah. TMZ yeah. where like Terry Frank Kona goes too far and sent it like, and he was like shamed in the fact that he sent like, he's a guy that was in decent shape. He was probably in his late fifties at that point in time. And he wasn't going to pose for men's health, but I mean, he was in decent shape and he sent a photo of himself topless. I guarantee the woman's probably sent also a photo of her topless, but because it was Terry Francona and she had something to financially gain by sharing that she kind of blew him up. Well, I like how fit I am. I don't mind what my nether region looks like. Um, and if something ever took, made the rounds and like it was speculation that it was me, 
that wouldn't embarrass me in the slightest. Right. So I think you got to ask yourself that when you send yeah, that stuff. That's true. Um, that's true. If, if what is the worst case scenario if this got around, and then is that something that you can live with? I can live with probably everything that I've ever sent. Yeah. So I don't feel bad but I'm also far more sex positive than the average bear so I think overall and I'm not I know we're watching the clock here overall I believe do you I believe sexting is a healthy practice super healthy okay yeah I think it's super fun and 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 it's a great barometer for finding out if you're compatible physically if you're compatible sexually I think it's a great barometer it serves it serves more of a purpose that way than than a narrative for you know alone time material or something like that and that's part of it too but there is one other thing that I want to get to, yeah. and and that is like specifically getting photos that aren't necessarily Requested. solicited, yeah, yeah, or unsolicited. Like an yeah. us unsolicited dick pic, dick pic happens all the time, from what I hear, yeah. and I think that is beyond terrible. Yes. Why would you? I would say, if seventy five percent of women, whether it be with their partner their monogamous partner or someone they're just meeting, I would say 75% of women sexed to some degree and with probably some sort of frequency. Okay? 100%. I agree. And of that 75%, of 100% of that 75%, mm-hmm. I would guess that only 21% care for a dick pic. Mm-hmm. There are women that do enjoy that, but it's got to be the right time. No, 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 no. I, no, no. I don't think it's anything to do with that. I think it has to do with: is this solicited? Does someone say, "I would love to see your cock"? I would love to see the, you know, then, then it's totally on board. Someone literally asked for that, but for unsolicited, it is so, you know, and and it's and it's like without a body. It's like it's a cock without a body. Like it's just, you know, like it's just that. Like I, it's it's too much. I think it's too much. And that's not because I'm a straight man. I don't like to see a bunch of dicks. That's not it. It's like I think an unsolicited picture of someone's vagina or vulva is like not remotely attractive. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Does it work? I don't think I've ever asked for that. No, no. Does it does it does it work the other way? An unsolicited, a hundred percent, not something. I think far less guys would find that unattractive but i would be one that does yeah and even if they don't find it unattractive i think there's a message they're getting which may or may not be accurate where the woman's ready to go right yeah I mean, to me that's the message but that doesn't always do it like yeah you know just so you prefer you would prefer for women not to send you any without first i i would go as far as also i've made some bold statements in this podcast i also would say that i've never i've literally never asked Ask can i have a photo of your vajayj i don't think i've yeah. ever asked that in my entire life yeah. um but you know like videos of someone having alone time or something like that i think that's hot yeah i think that's hot um but again, you've got to be to that point. You, you that can't come unsolicited. I would just say to any guys, I think it's far more common f- from a man sending that to a woman than a woman sending that to a man. I I don't know. I think women send boob-ish. That's shots. way different, dude. That's like you me think? sending a top. Like I look good without a shirt on. I think I look good without a shirt on. Like if I were to send that, that's way different than a dick. Pic. I don't know. I think I'm gonna argue with this. I think women sending the boobies is just as. Well, Personal? yeah, it's a guy doesn't get laid very often. I've been to the okay. circus. I've been under the big top. <laughs> okay, I've seen a lot of pair of tits, listen, and not, I don't. I, I mean, to see that yeah, I'm not being is naive. hardly any different than a guy who is in shape sending a, okay. a topless photo to someone. Okay. 
Uh, yes, there isn't. There it is. It is different, but I it is different. But like it is personal. not sending a, a picture of your boobs is far different than someone sending a cock photo. Yeah, I right. I probably these forty five percent. Yeah, so guys, you need to yeah. back off that. Your 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 cock is likely not a gift. <laughs> well, what if it is? Well, I mean, what percentage of cocks are handsome? Are you talking personal experience or general? No, I mean, you take it from porn, take it from Playgirl, take it from guys you've been with, like the whole... 18% only, if not 10%. I would would probably agree with that. The shit that I've seen in the men's locker room at the Y... (laughs) We've had this conversation. Oh my God, it's disturbing. I know, it's terrible. I'm like, that's what you're working with? Hi, okay. So, um, I and it's have- not just size; it- it's unattra- <laughs> overall unattractiveness. Listen, I can put probably two other women on this podcast, and we can have a whole conversation about everybody's experience. Yeah, shapes and sizes I think, and form. Uh, uh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Okay, so <laughs> I you got two minutes. I did post on our Instagram page just a quick note. It said, you know, give Bunch us your thoughts on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give us, I get, I tend to be on the conservative side when it comes to all this okay. stuff, by Very the way. Good. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I appreciate you pointing that out. So on the, on the Instagram post, I did pose a question. Mm. Give us your thoughts on sexting. Mm-hmm. We did get a few replies. Oh yeah? What do you got? Um, one, you know her. She's actually been on, I think she's been on the podcast. She said, okay. I think it spices things up. It's a good buildup, which will hopefully lead to some hot, nasty sex. All right. That being said, it can be risky. Nasty. Yeah. Oh. It said it can be risky, risky, and personally, I I have to really trust a person to respect my boundaries and confidentiality. Sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think we all, I mean, that's, that's no hot take there. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate the feedback, and yeah. I love when people answer when you put a question right. out there, but... I don't think anyone's like, I love sexting, but I especially love it when they post it and (laughs) retweet it to all of my friends. I love that. I can't get enough of that. Exactly. So the the next one, it was actually quite uh, funny. It's the first response um, we got, and it was very simple. Mm. She says, it's delicious, and put a cupcake next to the comment. I love that. Yeah, I think it can be really fun, but it will expose very quickly. Hmm. how fun, naughty, and sexy you are or are not. It can be a real exposure yeah. to your gift of words, a gift yeah. of communication, and gift yeah. of how you're wired sexually. What do you do, and last question, what do you do if, or what did you do when and if you did have or receive very um, salacious messages and you're just not interested? How do you... How do you how do you shut that down? And I know you, you would have done it nicely because that's who you are. But how would you normally shut that down? Okay. So I'm going to start by saying if someone throws you a Hail Mary like that, yeah, they're probably not great at taking hints. They're probably a blunt instrument. And blunt instruments can be female as well as male. Right. Or they could be drunk at that night. <laughs> right. I would just say... I would start with the word "woe," spelled W-H-O-A, question mark. Then I would say, bit of a fastball there. So I think in even saying that, I'm not saying you 
dipshit or yeah. you jerk like or you know it's just like it's a cool way of saying like no one ever heard the word whoa whether it be a human or a horse and didn't know to stop fair yes, definitely red flag i so, mean definitely a stop sign yes that's yeah. a good one i like that yeah i wouldn't uh i wouldn't uh dig the heels into the side of the horse on that one and tell him to giddy up you know what i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. and I, I think it was it's just more of a whoa right right you know and yeah. that's a good one or yeah, I mean, I don't think it. You don't think you need more than that. And if someone needs more than that, I would just say uh, it's not a welcome. At that point, your interest item. level probably went from like possibly six. Yeah, but someone could throw me. Someone could kind of, um, you know, um, expedite the sexting, you know, routine. And if it's someone that I was really attracted to physically and emotionally, then I, I would give them kind of a uh, wide spray chart to do what they wanted to do there you know what I mean and um, but you know I think I think what you are happy to accept as far as an kind of escalation of the situation is directly related to it's a direct relation to how attracted you are to them physically and intellectually you get a little more rope when you're fucking hot (laughs) 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 hate to say it but I think we—I think that's the truth. I think we just try to say the truth in this podcast. If it's shocking sometimes, Agreed. then well, you were fucking thinking it. I—I I you just didn't say it. You didn't have a podcast. You, <laughs> that's true. It takes you four cocktails to say what I say sober. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, what this podcast should be called. Well, the people we know, and you know the people I know. Um, I think it's fair to look at each other in the eyes and be like, okay, don't tell me you've never done that before. You know, we're—it's a fairly. And you know what? When. That is a great instrument are... for maturing and understanding that the world is smaller than you think it is or that it's yeah. people have more like experiences is like like the first time you were ever unfaithful or the first time you broke someone's heart you felt like shit. Right. All right. We don't have to get personal and talk about the when and how it happened, how it went down. And then once you realize everyone's done that and everyone's probably done it multiple times, it doesn't give you a license to be a dick, but it just lets you live with yourself and lets you kind of go, you know what? I'll get right back on that horse that bucked me. Like I, I'm going to understand that I can do better than that, Yeah. but don't beat the shit out of your, yourself because a lot of, lot of really good people that make mistakes beat the shit out of themselves. And, you know, and, and where did this come from? It just came from, you know, not feeling bad about, you know, being naughty sexting because everyone does it. You know, you know what? I will yeah, go this far. I agree. Anyone I agree. who's cool at all or has <laughs> any sort of libido has sexted. I don't know how well they did. Right. <laughs> if they were super lame and said, oh, this is really nice to meet you. Maybe we can see each other again. Joe, I'm going to hope you send better sex messages than that. <laughs> I can't even answer that question. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Okay, to be continued. Do, I think. do you think there should be sexting workshops? I 100%. believe there should be. Kind of like that guy Matthew Hussey has like love and dating workshops. How about this? Our first <laughs> in-person Josh and Joe podcast meetup will be a sexting workshop. Can we have like um, two whiteboards? And- all right, so, so if you listen to the end, if you listen to all 55 minutes of this podcast, right. here's your chance to say, you know what? I might be interested in that. This is true. And we could do it like in the, break room, the far right? room at the Owl. Or we yeah. could do it upstairs at the Owl, depending on how many people we got. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe no one's this fucking interested. I think it would be great. I think everyone has both made 
good mistakes and bad mistakes sexting and you know it really i mean there are good mistakes yeah right? could, yeah like a common mistake for a guy might be like you know he was sexting about what he wanted to do and then at the end of it he sent like two or three eggplants and maybe the woman took it as you know i'm a vegetarian <laughs> or that he he would she thought maybe he was suggesting he was gonna bring a couple of his friends over oh, that's and then someone would be like that sounds great or like what are you what does that mean you're like no i just hit eggplant one too many times <laughs> then you might get different reactions from different women i think for me <laughs> at the end of the day unless it's highly obnoxious and you're really not interested in the guy it's all play yeah right it's, yeah you got you can't take it too seriously yeah. because you're liable to have made a mistake at some point as well all right just, sexting you know workshop what? you're in charge of this because you're okay. a social media person i will take i i will if anyone is interested it. even if it's three how, how about it's gonna be at least three people Yes. Well, yeah. Male, females, doesn't make any difference. Gay, straight, somewhere in the middle, whatever side of the special, whatever you, yeah, yeah, you name it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Good. All right. So what, <laughs> t- today is the 18th, but this probably won't get posted until like the 25th or something. No, no, no. I'll start ramping it up. Okay. All right. So we'll let us know what, what a deadline is. And, and I'm not trying to push anyone into like, you know, committing really fast, but I want to know if there's That'd any interest. That right? would be fun. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for today. And if you're coming from out of town, we'll get a nice raid at the uh, Hilton Garden right down the street. So you can cocktail and stumble home. Exactly. Very exactly. good. Free cocktails at 530 to seven. Oh, actually, Homewood Sweets. We have a great relationship with them. By the way, they dropped off a bunch of goodies Are those the people we about two weeks ago that want us to help out over there. Let's I, do it. Not help out, but they wanted yeah. to maybe do a podcast. I think it'd be fun. All right. So we get a special rate for the people coming from out of town for the sexting uh, workshop. Okay. At the Homewood Suites. It'll be advertised. Yeah, that's right. All right. Have a good week, everyone. (laughs) I was like, have you been doing a lot of sex? No, I'm kidding. Now that's as good as we...